You are listening to the Art Money Success Podcast. My name is Maria Brophy. I am your host. And this is part two of when you should raise your prices. I'm going to go a little deeper than that. And I'm going to talk a little bit about how you have to be a different person to up-level your pricing. So a few months ago, we had a friend come visit our gallery. Uh, my husband and I, my husband Drew Brophy and I, have a very modest little gallery in the town where we live of San Clemente, California. And I say it's modest because, you know, we've always had a workspace. We've always had a studio. And for 14 years, we were in a really tiny studio space. And then about four years ago, we moved into a larger space and turned half of it into a beautiful showroom slash gallery. Although we never really ran our business like a gallery because most of our business is comes from online sales and commissions, we love having a gallery because now we have a place where people can come and look at the art on the wall and it makes it easier for us to get bigger sales and bigger projects. So anyway, I'm just setting it up for you so you kind of know what I'm talking about when I tell you this story that a few months ago, a good friend of ours had never seen our gallery, even though he's only 10 miles away, but he's a very busy guy. He and his wife own um, a few galleries they sell in the high-end luxury market. So they sell, you know, fifty dollars to $100,000 pieces of art. That's the market that they're in. Very different from ours. Our market, you know, most of the work that we sell is under $5,000. Um, heck, a lot of it's like $2,000, $3,000 sometimes $800, you know, we're, we're in a very different market than our friends. So when uh, Richard came in to see us, he had never been to our gallery before and I was so happy he was there. And I was also a little embarrassed because we didn't know he was coming and it was technically our day off and the place was kind of a mess. Um, we were like in the middle of moving things around and Gosh, if I knew he was coming, I would have just gone all out to impress him. But anyway, so Richard walks in and he looks around and he says, well, it looks good in here, you guys. And then he gave me advice that kind of blew my mind. Um, and I'm going to tell you about that advice in a minute. Okay, um, but before I do, and it had to do with our pricing. So before I get into that, I'm going to give you a little checklist on whether it's time for you to raise your prices or not. Now, in my previous podcast, I touched on this lightly. And then after I recorded that, I started thinking more about it. And I wanted to go deeper into this. Okay. So I'm going to first give you the checklist of when you should not raise your prices. Do not raise your prices. If you have no buyers yet, if you've never sold work before, or if you only just have a few, 
Don't raise your prices or don't go to high pricing. If you are inexperienced, if you are brand new, if you are still have so much to learn, now do not confuse this with insecurity and you are really actually very good at what you do, okay? So um, if you truly are inexperienced and you still are learning your craft, then obviously you're not going to garner the higher prices. So here's a checklist for if you should raise your prices. One, if you are so busy that you cannot keep up with your workload. That is an absolute, don't even question it. You need to raise your prices. You also need to raise your prices. If you have a lot of people coming to you and you don't even have to advertise, that's a good place to be. You might be able to get away with raising your prices. If you know in your gut you are not charging enough, trust your gut, it's always right. You need to raise your prices. And the last thing on this checklist is if you do the math on your time and your materials and you find out you're making $2.80 an hour, <laughs> I don't care where you live, you can live in the cheapest part of the country or the world, that's just not enough. You really need to look at your numbers and determine how much money you're making. And if you're making less money than a McDonald's employee, no offense to them, but usually their kids in high school um, make it a minimum wage. If you're making less than that, it's time to raise your prices and or become way more efficient at what you're doing. Now, I'm going to go back to the, into the story in a second about what Richard told us, the advice he gave us when he looked around the gallery and saw our pricing. Um, but I want to say one more thing first. And this is something that I've kind of learned over the years, and that is a shift in your reality, your financial reality, happens when you decide to charge what you are worth. When you make that decision and then you take action on that decision and your communication, verbal and written, reflects that decision that you're gonna charge what you're worth, you know what happens? Better paying clients show up. They just poof, literally appear. And the whiners, complainers, the people begging you to lower your prices, they slowly disappear until one day you only have the good clients. And that happens and it happened to us. Okay, so let me tell you about what happened when Richard walked into our gallery, okay? Um, we were all getting ready to go surfing on a surf trip together. And so he popped in to say hello. He was looking around the gallery and he was looking at Drew's masterwork. So Drew, just, just to give you a little background, for those of you who aren't familiar with my husband, Drew Brophy's artwork, Drew is really well known for his surfing illustrative type work. It's very bright poppy colors. And that's what he became known for for the last 30 plus years. 
However, over the last 10, 12 years, he's been doing um, paintings that he calls sacred geometry paintings. They're somewhat abstract. They have geometrical forms on them. They are mixed media. They usually have multiple, multiple layers of paint on them. And they're very sophisticated and they're incredible. And they're priced much higher than his surfing illustrative work. So Richard walked into the gallery and he walked into the sacred geometry room where these giant, gorgeous sacred geometry masterworks are hanging. And he looked at the prices and most of them were priced around $4,800. That's $4,800, right around there. And he pointed to it and he said, um, do you mind if I give you a little advice? And I said, please give me all the advice you want to, because I personally know that this is a guy that owns several galleries and he sells a lot of art in the luxury market. So I'm going to do whatever he tells me to do <laughs> because I want to be in the same league as him. He said, I recommend you double these prices. And I said, oh, double them. What? Are you serious? And he said, yeah, I recommend you double these prices. You're not charging enough. He said, and look, if you want to get into even get somewhat close to the luxury market, somebody who walks in here and they see these low prices, they're not going to be impressed. They're not going to, it's, it's too little for them. And so Anyway, he convinced me. He didn't have to work that hard to convince me. I, I would do anything he told me to do because that's how successful he is. And hey, if you're going to take advice from anyone, take advice from someone who is doing exactly what you want to be doing or what you want to be doing more of. Don't take advice from somebody who's never sold art before. And that includes your college professors. Okay. Take advice from the people who sell a lot of art. So I took Richard's advice and literally, literally the minute he left, I was printing out new prices. I went online and doubled all the prices on our website. And I, you know, I doubled the prices on the labels that were on the walls. And here's something really interesting that happened. Literally the next day, I had a family walk in the gallery and one of the paintings um, that I raised the price of, it was actually priced at $2,500. It was one of his illustrative works, his surf-inspired works. And so I doubled that price to $5,000. So the very next day, this family walks in and they're looking at it and they're like, oh, we love that. They said, how much is it? And I said, that's $5,000. I'll take it. And I just couldn't believe it. I'm like, wow, it really is that easy. I, I mean, not to say it's easy, but it works. It worked. Um, you know, I had the confidence. I answered confidently, although there was a little thought in my head like, oh, I wonder if, you know, that's going to be too much. And it wasn't. They bought it. We wrapped it up. They took it home with them that day. They were so happy. And so was I. So a lot of this is um, a mental, you know, a mental shift, right? Being able to 
to ask for the amount of money that you are possibly worth. Now, some people would not be comfortable raising their price by, you know, doubling it, right? And if that's you, don't do it. I'm not going to push you into it because you might not be ready for that. Maybe your art's not ready for that. Maybe your confidence level is not ready for that. Then raise it by 10%, 15%, and you can raise your prices incrementally. And hey, if it doesn't work, you know, nobody's going to know. I mean, nobody's, here's the thing. If you adjust the prices on your website, most people aren't paying attention. I wouldn't worry about people questioning it. Um, I haven't had anybody question it at all. So that's my thought for the day. And I want to remind you of something that I said at the beginning of this, and that is you have to be a different person in order to be paid more. And what that means is, and by the way, that's, uh, I think I, I, that's a, somebody else said that, and I apologize, I don't know who. I wrote it down, and I'm pretty sure I got that quote from somewhere, and I forgot to write their name on it. Um, or maybe I did come up with that myself. I don't know. But I'm going to say it again because it sounds so good. You have to be a different person to be paid more. And that means that you have to behave differently. You have to use different words. You have to approach things differently. And you can do this. Everybody can. We all can learn how to be a little different. I'll leave you with that. I hope you enjoyed it. If you enjoyed this podcast, please leave me a comment or a review. Hit subscribe or hit follow, depending on which platform you're following me on. And uh, I really appreciate you being here. Thank you so much. And hey, if there's a topic you want me to talk about, or if you have a question, email me at consulting at mariabrophy.com consulting at mariabrophy.com or follow me on Instagram, which is just my name, Maria Brophy, and leave me a comment on one of my posts and I'll do it. I'll answer your question or address your topic on one of my next podcasts.